Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, speaking, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vessler. How's it going, anyways, Kyle? Good. I'd like to start off by saying I think that nickname is bullshit. The interrupter? Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> You've had it for like 50 episodes now. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I want to change. Make me a better nickname. Kyle, I made up my own nickname and your nickname. I'm doing all the work here in the nickname department. That's true. Well, you're not supposed to make up your own nickname. <laughs> that's like, against the rules. The first Lord of all. Hosts. That's, that's what I am. Fucking against the rules, <laughs> straight up. Um, how's your week? You're the Kyle? Lord of Assholes. More like good it. Good one. Thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we could. It was good. My uh, my car is shittier than it was before. <laughs> I heard. Uh, someone smashed into it last week and stole my backpack after. My triumphant return to Munins. I got a question. Was it open your backpack so they could see some of the shit It was inside? on the floor. No, it was just my backpack on the floor. I knew I shouldn't have left it there, but I didn't plan on drinking, but I was drinking and then I didn't drive home. Walked back to my car Wednesday morning. Windows smashed. Fucking cool. Backpack's gone. Fucking dope. My laptop's in there for work. Like pretty much the only possession that I would care about that got stolen. Is the laptop? Is the laptop. Yeah, that's that fucking sucks. So... I immediately just drove to the bus stop and started walking around. And I must have been walking around for five minutes, not very long. That's unbelievable. And I saw some lady walking down the street with my laptop. Like, I got stickers on it. It's obviously my laptop. And I'm calling the police um, at, at the time to report my car getting broken into because yeah. maybe they'll do something. And so I'm like, I'd like to report a crime in progress. As I run up to this lady, I'm like, this is mine. Where did you get this? And so they... The cop took about 20 minutes to get there, and the lady didn't want to stick around and talk. But she was really nice and cooperative, but I think she, she was say? lying. Um, she said she bought it off somebody for 200 bucks, and... That's a lie. She didn't want to describe the guy, and... Well, she described him as, like, a six-foot white guy with a hoodie and jeans. <laughs> really? Yeah, and... Bag. I guess you yeah. can't say black guy in Kelowna. The cops so were on the way, and she's like, best. I gotta, gotta go to work. I mean, it probably was a six-foot white guy in a hoodie and jeans, but what are you going to do about that with that information? Literally nothing. <laughs> yeah. No, what so, I mean? It's like when people are faking... It was when just, you see like crimes on TV, it's always like a six-foot black guy with a hoodie and jeans, but it's Kelowna, so that's the next best So person. It was just taxi. crazy. It was crazy that I got the computer back, and so then i get i go to work that's fucking unbelievable what made you go to the bus stop of all places well i just knew it was like 8 30 in the morning yeah and i knew that i left munins at like 12 so i was like it happened in the last eight hours probably in the last three hours and probably they're hanging out somewhere gonna sell it yeah that's what i figured so i just Good started call. walking around and the bus stop's pretty close i guess yeah it's right down the street and then i got it couldn't believe That's it. It's fucking crazy. I can't believe that either. She gave me like a bogus number. I at the time said that I would reimburse her the $200, but after talking to the cop and thinking about it for a minute, she seemed believable at the time, but then immediately after, I was like I I knew I got suspicious as soon as she didn't want to stay till the cop got there. Yeah. So anyways, got it. Gets go to work and then my coworkers are like the Holy Spirit guided you. Wow. I'm like, what? how about the Holy Spirit doesn't <laughs> allow someone to fucking steal my laptop in the first place? Who who did the break and entry? Um, some I don't know. Some, no, some I mean guy. like in, the whole in, yeah, in exactly. God's kingdom. Exactly. Who did it? I, it's just like that was just like such a piss off. I guess a, that was the devil, eh? 
It's just such a piss off that like I felt like I had the ingenuity to go down and you love did. Card, and then they're like, "Wow, God, God did that for you and your laptop." God literally takes all credibility. I know away from everybody and all all the negative shit you do too. It's really everything. Yeah, it it's takes- really a, it's really a whitewash across the board. You don't get credit and you don't get blame. It's fucking for some people that's great. If no. you if your life sucks, God is awesome. Yeah, because it's mostly blame you don't have to have anymore. But if your life is good, God sucks. God, you lose it. all credit too. Well, and the most annoying thing about people was clever. who believe that, like, my life is good because God blessed me, and God will bless you too. All oh. you got to do is do what he says. I would be scared to be on his team. Yeah. You could be off his team so quickly. I don't <laughs> want him on his team. I don't want to be teammates. I want him to not know I exist like everyone else. I'd be, that's smart. Just stay out of the, God's complete. I don't want on his radar. Vision. I'll be fine. Luck, luck of the draw. I was born in Canada. Life's going pretty good. You know? Did you do anything for Halloween last night, Kyle? Uh, yeah, went to the bar a little bit, dressed up. Which one? I uh, went to... Uh, I mean, dressed up as what? Uh, Alex from A Clockwork Orange. That's what you were. Yeah. Oh, I no, was... I, I, that was a joke costume I sent you. <laughs> oh, I, was like, what the... I was looking I at it like, do it. what is this? <laughs> so, I guess I'll explain. It looked like Freddie Mercury I did look bit. like... I looked like Freddie Mercury a lot. If I had a costume for it, I could have nailed it. If you had a mic stand. Yeah. That would have been it. That was accidental to look like Freddie Mercury. So, I was shaving my face because Alex from A Clockwork Orange has like no facial hair. Mm-hmm. I was like... I kind of look like my dad when he was younger right now. And I was like, oh, yeah, my dad has... I bought this mesh shirt. Yeah, mesh belly shirt. Mesh, no, I cut it to be a belly shirt. Oh. <laughs> but I bought this mesh shirt at like for 50 cents at a thrift store. I was like, I'm going to need this one day. And then... uh, Because my, my dad has an old picture of him when he was a kid in a mesh belly shirt. Yeah. When he was like 20 or something. So I was like, I kind of look like... Close to my dad, I'm gonna look at her now, and I have that shirt. So I was like, I went upstairs dressed like that What'd you and d- mocked did my you dad. Show a dad, your dad, a picture, or you show him? The I costume? showed him the costume. Did he laugh? No, no, he did not appreciate me mocking. Him. Did your mom laugh? <laughs> no, they they were kind of horrified. Would your sister laugh? Did anyone in your immediate family find this funny? No, <laughs> they thought it was weird and creepy. That's, I think mostly. That's hilarious. And my dad said he pulled it off better. <laughs> that sounds like your dad he probably did pull it off better probably i guess it was the day of looking like you were half gay i went to a murder mystery party which was real fun did you I, yeah sweet it was a white trash theme that's why i got this r- ridiculous mustache and then oh that's cool and then but uh yesterday i had to go to the dentist and all the all the dental chicks like all the girls in the office were dressed as minions and my dentist was dressed as the evil guy for, what's that movie called I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. I think one of them was called Minions, but I don't remember yeah, the first one. Minions and, and the and the evil guy. And it was quite hilarious. My dentist is like the coolest fucking guy ever. Like last time I went, which was a long, long time ago, he had like a cast on his arm and like cuts all over his face. I was like, what happened? He's like, oh, dude, fucking dirt biking. He says fucking dirt biking. <laughs> really? He's like fucking dirt biking, man. Hit this massive kicker and just lost control, man. Rolled it twice. <laughs> 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 That's like the dentist. He talks like that. He says to my brother, Simi, he's like, Simeon, bro, you're not flossing. I know you're not flossing. You're going to make me go in there with the drill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. It's like the coolest dentist I've ever had. I actually find a lot of dentists are like that, like cool guy in some way. Not the all broy guys, but they'll have a thing to yeah. try and be cool guy. And I don't know why, but I heard being a dentist is like the highest rate of depression because looking at people's mouths all day or something. No, so I think people it's like are fighting. scared and dread the dentist. You like think people, that's why? Because it 
kind of hurts. It's like Braveheart, man. You go in there, they got a tray of all these fucking metal tools. And you know when Braveheart, when he rolls out the torture devices, like, all of these will be used on you by the end of the day. People see that, and they're like, they're going to stab me with all these fucking <laughs> drills. And then um, after the dentist, I went to the grocery store. And all the girls in the deli were dressed like condiments. There was like a ketchup and mustard and relish walking around. Oh, really? I thought it's it was. Too. Yeah, I love it when like businesses, like when people at where when you're going around doing your errands and everyone's dressed up. I find that's that, fun. Yeah, it's a great. Day. I handed out candy last night, though. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I never handed out candy before. There were so many. This is Kyle lives in the most density of trick or treaters. People in, drive up to where I live and the, drop their kids off. Yeah, that's bullshit, by the way. It is bullshit. But everyone just prepares for it now. Yeah, yeah ha- he's got, dude, like army levels of fucking supplies. Oh, yeah. Got, like, you should have seen boxes. it. I see it up yeah, there. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. We went over 400 kids, which is a lot less than we thought. We thought thinking around six. Last year, we were on pace for it. We bought ha- a half that amount. It was of- raining and shitty out. Not up here. Oh, okay. Maybe everywhere else, but it was but fine still, up here. still, 400 kids is crazy. Yeah, last year, we ran out at seven o'clock before like Halloween starts, essentially. We ran out, and we were by the end. We were giving out like a pack of rockets to each kid, you know, because yeah. we were we were so low. Oh, so you started rashing. Yeah. First they get a bag, then they get. Like First they a got couple. like one, a couple things, and then they're like, "Fuck it!" You get one piece of shit candy each year. We're gonna <laughs> run out. We ran out anyways. So this year it's funny. All the little kids were the best part. Yeah. Although, like the little two-year-olds, the three-year-olds that could barely walk up the steps are so cute. It's so funny. I got one of them. They kept on falling. Like three of them fell. But the most of their just costumes get, are too yeah, big. Yeah, usually, yeah, they're hard to walk in. And one girl, I guess, I was can't si- put my arms down. <laughs> one girl was sick of it, so she just fell and then just held out her hand. <laughs> <laughs> and her mom was like, "Get back up!" And I couldn't stop laughing, so I went out and gave it to her. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> how, how old was that girl? Like three. And she just like <laughs> yeah, she's like he, she said here. <laughs> she held out her head and went here. <laughs> she's gonna be a nightmare for someone later. Man, but. That's so funny, dude. When you're that little. Like walking's a chore. You got these tiny oh, legs, sure. and you get tired fast. And then, but you're just like candy. I gotta keep going. This is free candy. Are you nuts? A like, lot of the kids are really polite up here too. Like I've given out trick like candy a long time ago in Winnipeg. Not the same. Not the same. They're much politer. One kid, and all the parents are with them usually. Yeah. And they're always like, "What do you say?" And like, if they don't say thank you. Yeah. And one kid, they were like, uh, "What do you say?" And the kid, he's like four, went yum. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was laughing the whole fucking time. What I had was, a good time. Who had the best costumes that you saw? Uh, fuck, there was a lot of... Uh, what was the best one? I saw a really good uh, Ghostbusters, and I was like, kids still watch Ghostbusters? That's the parents. Yeah, the kid was like 10. Or maybe he knew. So, he had a good What really was the most common one? Oh, uh, Minion. Yeah, everyone. Everyone, a lot that. of Minions. Well, the chicks at the dentist office were hot, though, so it was like hot minions. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yeah. There was also a bunch of like uh, foreign Asian girls for uh, what country? I don't know. Weeabiz. What is that? Weeab- oh, that's like the people you love in a video game Waifu. or something. Waifu are the girls. Weeabiz are the guys that like them. Oh, that's so confusing. <laughs> I thought they were both the same thing. Yeah, but they, for whatever reason, there's like, at first, I was like, am I being racist? And I'm like, I can't tell these people apart. But I was like, oh, yeah, different costumes. I'm not that big of an asshole. <laughs> but they all had plastic bags. It's great that you had that introspection, Kyle. <laughs> am I a racist? <laughs> of course I am. But not this time. <laughs> but they all had plastic bags. Like shopping. They were the only ones. 
What do you mean? No pillowcases. They had like a Safeway oh, okay. plastic bag. Why not? I mean, I hope you don't get a rip in that fucking thing. <laughs> or That's you're, true. Or a pillowcase you're carrying, case, or a you're carrying your candy. And there was like at least three or four groups of them. All. Every single one. Plastic bag. Man, growing up. It was surprising. And they didn't come together, I don't think. Growing up in church, we weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween because it was the devil's fucking holiday. So we had harvest parties, which actually were pretty fun. But it was like a big event put on by the church, and they'd have a theme every year. One was like knights and stuff, and we all dressed up as knights, and they had different like games, like sword fight, battle, uh, sword fight. That actually sounds pretty fun. It was pretty fun, but I always felt like I was missing out because we got one paper bag full of candy, and it wasn't full of candy. It was three quarters full of fucking peanuts with candy on top. Really? Every single year, <laughs> oh, I felt like I got ripped off. So when I think I was... 15 or 16 i didn't have to go to harvest party for the first time and i went trick-or-treating and them at 15 and every single house was like aren't you a little old for this i'm like this is my first year i wasn't allowed no i never said that but i you should have said it i did you would have got a, extra candy i said it a few times like this is my first year and they're like what i was like my parents are christians they're like oh my god i'm sorry oh really that's so funny but yeah and I always wanted to trick, and then I wanted to trick or treat the next so year. Sad. And people wouldn't give me candy. They're like, "You're too old." No, some people, most so, people did, but some people were like, "You're too old." And I was like, "The fuck, man!" Tell you right now, I give all the older kids shit candy. Yeah, you got you have rockets. If you show up at my door and you're fifteen, you got too rockets. Old? Fourteen. Yeah. So Fourteen. Thirteen's pushing it. Yeah. I stopped at twelve. My voice was changing and shit. Trick or treat. <laughs> trick or treat. Yeah. There was this one fucking girl. I had to double take because I was like, this fucking, this chick is 18. She was six foot two or something. And then I like, she had such a baby face. I didn't realize at first because she was like taller than me. Was it two I was kids used to stacked down. up? Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> Just a really tall girl that was like slouched over trying not to look so tall. And I like, I felt bad because I bet you everyone thinks she's super old. I realized she's like fucking 13 or 12 or tops, but she was like six foot tall. <laughs> That's crazy. Cause you, she's you're, taller than you. Yeah, you're used to looking like down. Yeah. So you open the door down, and, fall, and then I, and I had to follow my eyes up, and I was like, "What the fuck?" At first, in my head, it's like this bitch is at, 18. At first, in my head, I thought, "What the fuck?" Then out loud, I said, "What the fuck?" <laughs> How old are you, bitch? And I was like, "Ah, oh, oh, she must get a hard time <laughs> on Halloween." Yeah, girls. <laughs> Hit puberty first, and they're all taller than boys. For like, for sure, but she was fucking tall. What's that like, movie? Like, real tall. What's the movie with the the dance, and all the guys are dancing with the girls, and all the girls are taller, and all the guys are like... Oh, fuck. I know what you're talking about, too. That, that was a great scene. I laughed so hard when I saw that. That was really funny. Yeah. That's a good time to be dancing, though, if you're a dude. Yeah, and they have t- boobs. Yeah. All right. Their face level. Let's get it. Do you remember what we read last week, Kyle? If you're, if you're Caleb, you grab one without asking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what we were talking about last time. I didn't know you had to ask. <laughs> my, my mind said, fucking grab that titty. And I went, boom. She's like, what the hell? I was like, oh, sorry. I, just I mean, she pulled him out. Yeah, what? You still can't do it, but I get your confused young brain. So last week, we read about the budding of a- Aaron's staff. It's another miracle. And reminder that... Uh, a more of a reminder they than plant, four, they planted it, right? No, no, no. It just uh, they left it in the in the tent of tabernacle. I thought they planted it. No, they just the left ground. it there, and then the next day they came back and it had grown flowers. Oh, I pictured that they like stuck it in the ground, didn't they? No, they just left it outside the tent. Remember, they all like laying down. Yeah, maybe they stuck it in the ground. 
I don't. It's a more impressive visual to me. But uh, all the leaders of Israel had to put their rods there, and God was going to pick another one. This is right after God just killed fifteen thousand of them, swallowed Korah's family in a hole, and why uh, would you literally burnt a hundred two hundred and how many? One hundred fifty? Two hundred? Two hundred something? I think two hundred and fifty. The yeah. Lord consumed by fire. <laughs> I don't know why. He's abounding mercy and forgiveness. After seeing all that shit that God just did, why you would ever want Him to make another decision that you're involved in? <laughs> why would you ever do that to yourself? Hmm. I'm gonna let God pick again. I, Last yeah. time He killed everyone, but this time I'm feeling real good rubbing, about it. Right? You rubbing your hands together like I, I feel like this is my. It's the. It's God's <laughs> lottery, basically. It is. Dude, these guys are all addicted Which to the craft Moses table. And, and Aaron keep winning because it's obviously rigged. Yep. So it's probably nepotism, you know. And then right after that, it goes into duties for priests and Levites and some more offering stuff. We all remember that. And uh, I'm telling you guys, dildos out there, this next couple weeks are going to be good. We have some miracles, water from the rock, the death of a Aaron, um, the bronze snake. You know where they get the bronze snake on the doctor's logo, the Hippocratic Oath? comes from this. Does it? Yeah. That's cool. I knew it was something old. Um, Balaam. I didn't know it was biblical. A prophet uh, gets sent out to talk to God, and he has a talking donkey. And then there's some miracles. It's A, a talking donkey? Yeah, it's going to be some good, like Shrek. Hey, donkey. I know we have, I know it kind of sucks that I know this already, but I guess it doesn't. I know we get like demons and fucking crazy shit at the end. Not really. Demons don't really do much in the Bible. We get dragons, right? They get, there's a dragon comes out of the east. Okay. Out of the what? The east. I thought you said yeast. I was like, oh, you fucking kidding me. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. I'm about to fucking lose it. That's why. That would be why if the dragon came out of yeast. I know. I'd be like, like, that's why it's bad. Get the yeast out. Every time you have a high concentration of yeast, it spawns dragons. Everyone knows this. That's why God spread it out everywhere. Yeah. Fucking hates bread. No, what the hell was I talking about? Demons and dragons and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, the fucking... The stuff that is impressive and miracle, whatever, is so stupid. Because it's just... Can easily ex- be explained by someone lied to someone. Yeah. That their goat talked. That's all miracles. But Most miracles. if people... But you find out at the end, people see fucking dragons. Well, Pharaoh's so like that's ar- a real fucking. Someone could lie about feat, their donkey you know? tonking, of course. Yeah, but if Pharaoh's whole army got swallowed up by the sea and all the people crossed across the sea, that's a pretty impressive miracle. Yeah, but also like flash flood, you know. Okay, those are a real the thing. The sea literally parts, and they yeah, walk across it. I'm I'm ignoring that. Okay, well that's d- then you're dumb. Yeah, you know you know what I'm saying though. No, like, I don't. We have water. Yeah. In our time now, we have flash floods. It can be mistaken. Not that the sea fucking parted for the Israelites. They walked across and then it crushed the yeah, Egyptians. Yeah, I, under- I understand that. Yeah. I'm saying they lied about that part. Okay, so that's a lie also. But of course it's a lie because there's no evidence to corroborate the story. True, but dragons can't lie about that. What does a dragon look like, even? Um, a giant flying lizard, I'm assuming. How did they know about dragons? They saw one, and they named it. Okay, but... They named dragons for the first time ever. They're like, that looks like a dragon. A I'm dragon. calling it a dragon. But every culture had dragons already by then. It's not what God says. Anyways, so... Numbers? Like, every yeah. culture had dragons beside the Chinese. That wasn't Chinese had dragons? Yeah, they had it. 
And there was European dragons that came later. Most people think they were the last of dinosaurs that people fucking killed. And they were like, look at this fucking shit. There's really? I mean, th- that's what I heard. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Why is that dumb? Because human beings are so far removed from dinosaurs. It's not even close. Like water dinosaurs, like giant well, alligators, I guess. Yeah. Pterodactyls, maybe. No. Could be. Pterodactyls, no. Possibly. No. Fire breathing pterodactyls. Po- no. <laughs> With claws, like swords, teeth, like spears. First of all, did- <laughs> his breastplate armor was like shields. My breath, death. <sighs> That's What's that? That's, oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Also, pterodactyls, they realized had feathers. So. They're just a big fucking bird. <laughs> That's it. Just a giant fucking bird. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I guess, but it's not a dragon. Okay, fine, Kyle. Anyways, um, Numbers chapter 19. Like, if anything, it was crocodiles. Those things are terrifying. Crocodiles. Did you see the one on the golf course at one time? We don't have to go into it, but... That wasn't true. Yeah, it was. People thought it was fake. Wasn't fake. 100% true. How do you know? I looked at it. I looked into it. <laughs> you went there and I went to stats, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So the water of cleansing, chapter 19. Um, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, this is a requirement of the law that the Lord has commanded. Tell the Israelites to bring you a red heifer without defect or blemish and has never been under a yoke. So you can't have used this animal to, to carry plow shit. fields and shit. Yeah. Give it Isn't to the yoke just for pulling stuff. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The yoke is the, the the big wooden thing that clasps around their neck and shoulders. Yeah, basically yeah. the harness or strap to pull, sh- like when you're tilling, right? Yeah, or uh, or to plow. I wonder how long it took tractors to beat like a fucking ox. You know, probably a long fucking time. Well, this century, like nineteen. Uh, yeah, but I bet you the 15. first ones weren't even that good because no, the oxes weren't. are pretty fucking good. You know, they w- they yeah. That's why they measure them in horsepower. Did we use horses at the end? Well, horses ox? and ox, but like oh. stuff is measured in horsepower. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, true. Because at the time they'd be like, "This is like two horsepower," and that's like the most they could generate. I think it's funny that they still measure things in horsepower, like a like a rocket going, like Elon Musk's rocket going to the fucking moon. <laughs> it's like forty eight thousand. <laughs> Just imagine forty eight thousand fucking horses pulling that thing. <laughs> that's so that's so fucking true. Once you get to the absurd numbers, yeah. Oh, this would be like if I had a billion horses Just strapped all in a row, tied by the neck, running at the same time. The funniest thing though is. Horses have a top speed, yeah. so horsepower isn't really literally correct at all. It's like if you could take a horse and attach it to another horse, and it would somehow double the speed of the horse. Yeah, yeah I know. But that's not how horses work. No. There is a you ton. just pull more weight. I, yeah. That's about it. You'll get to go faster. I horses think top that's, out, that's for what sure. It, I think that's what it measures when you say horsepower is kind of the strength of the engine, not top speed. Well, it's not either. I don't know. I, I honestly I do. have no idea what Horse I'm talking about. Horsepower is related to torque. Yeah. I'm fully torqued right now. It's very confusing when you get into it. It's Kay. actually not that confusing. I just don't know the answer. 
It's very confusing. It's way above <laughs> explaining it to the average person. I I just don't understand it. <laughs> Pretty much it. <laughs> First, are you still one point? So bring your red heifer without blemish that has never been under yoke. Give it to Eleazar, the priest. It is to be taken outside the camp and slaughtered in his presence. Then Eleazar, the priest, is to take some of its blood on his finger. Eleazar? Eleazar, the Have priest. Have heard of him? Yeah. He's like one of the main priests. I think he's one of Aaron's sons. Okay. It sounds familiar. I just don't remember it being mentioned recently. And uh, he's like the head priest. So like Moses, Aaron, Eleazar. Oh, okay. It's good to know. Um, Take some of its blood on his finger and sprinkle it seven <laughs> times towards the front of the tent of meeting. While he watches the heifer, sprinkling sprinkling it is a hilarious way to describe killing, and then take spray. some blood on your finger <laughs> and flick it at the tent seven times, no more, no less. To seven times he shall sprinkle the blood. Five is not enough. Six still not there. Eight, way too many. Like you, you know, people fought over that too. Like whoa, too many sprinkles. Yeah, what if you did an actually You can't take one back. Hell no. They probably did it like a big thing. One sprinkle of blood towards the tent of meeting. Two sprinkles of blood. For so, sure. This is a serious fucking ceremony. you couldn't just like, you know, like <laughs> flick it like that, you know, flick, 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 and then you do one too many, and then you're fucked. Um, while he watches, while Eleazar watches, that is, the heifer is to be burned. It's hide, flesh, blood, and awful. So the whole fucking cow. The priest is to take some cedar wood. That's, that's, yeah, that's weird to describe it like that. Well, because they're like, do they normally take the guts is, out? Probably. They probably because like, oh, they eat it. Take, oh, because they normally eat it after. Yeah, take stuff. Right. So like, and the hide. That's that's, that's worth, worth something. something. The yeah. flesh you'd want to eat. No, that makes sense. Because I guess they're not eating this one, is what they're saying. Yeah, take a perfectly good, unblemished cow that could have been used to pull shit that you're not going to use to pull shit. And warm people and feed people. Yeah. And destroy it. And destroy it. The priest is for to take me. some... Destroy it for me. <laughs> the priest is to take some cedar wood, yes. hyssop, and scarlet wool and throw them onto the burning heifer. So more just absolute waste. <laughs> yep. Fuck your shit. No wonder Christians don't give a fuck about climate change. They're just like... Why would they? God's like, this place is your playground. Burn most of it for me. I yeah, want who, you to. Exactly. Who gives a fuck? And by the way, when everything goes to hell, that's I, a good thing. I'm coming back. I'm going to come back and you're going to go to heaven. So, <laughs> um, After that, the priest must wash his clothes and bathe himself with water. He may then come into the camp, but he will be ceremonially unclean till evening. The man who burns it must also wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he too will be unclean till evening. So they're doing exactly what God says, but it makes them, unclean? makes them unclean. Uh, why? Just because he said so this time? Because they do a lot of sacrifices. Um, so getting blood on you isn't a big deal. We know that. You're unclean, dude. Just because, fuck you. A man who so. is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer and place them in a ceremonially clean place outside the camp. Once he does that, he will be unclean till evening. <laughs> They shall be kept by the Israelite community for use in its water of cleansing. It is for the purification from sin. Is that holy water? Uh, I guess it's the first holy water. They already had holy water a little bit earlier. Did we? Yeah, water that's holy. So the priest has done some sort of ceremony oh, over it. Right, right. It's so funny. 
I just we've talked about this, but the idea of going to the tap, putting <laughs> water in a dish, to carrying it out in front of a group of people, and you know praying, this is holy water. Like, I got, I got, and people believe it. They're like, wow, look at this fucking water that God thinks is holy. It's better than red. No, it's holy water. It could kill a vampire. This water. Oh, that, you know, I just realized. Like, you probably said this, but at least you said it kind of. Is that they believe it's like. It's like special or whatever, but yeah. holy water just means it's God's favorite water. It well, doesn't mean it has powers. No, it does have powers. That's Why? the stuff that they use to bless people with. They really think if, if you get blessed with holy water, you can get healed from disease. And like, Does it say that in the Bible, though? Yeah. Because like, it hasn't, hasn't really said that, I don't remember. When, remember when the woman has to drink the water of cleansing? And that water will hold, like, it'll test her for guilt or not. And if she's, yeah. like, it'll kill a fucking... Abortion juice. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. So it does the second it's tap water or water that they got from some hole in the ground <laughs> that becomes at some point greater than regular water. Like they, they fully believe in the magician's trick here. Do they ever in, in actual church, do they like have a Brita back there or to do like they the, try and get better water? You know what? We never at my, that's a Catholic thing that oh, to okay. do holy water. How come? Uh, it, it seems in the whole Bible. I don't know. We just never did that at my church. I never understood the 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 deviations, like Protestant, Catholic. Dude, it's if if you haven't understood by now, everyone's picking and choosing parts of this book that they like but and that's don't weird. like. That's what I don't understand. Well, because everyone's a hypocrite, and people go to literal war over the interpretations of this book. That I get. That I, I get interpreting stuff. Whatever. I mean, you can't call ignoring shit interpreting stuff different, which people do sometimes. Well, they just ignore whole sections. And be like, I don't interpret it that way. Well, well, they're not. It literally Jew- says they're that. not Jews, so Christians don't follow these. Like, there's no tabernacle. There's no tent of meeting. Like, my my grandma has that. Okay, well, feast of tabernacle. We have we celebrated the feast of tabernacles also, but we didn't make the literal tent. We didn't have what? the altar. We really? didn't have the lamp stand. No, none of that. Why would you not do that? At the Feast of Tabernacle. It's a bunch of bullshit. What? Isn't a Feast of Tabernacle eating by a, a tabernacle that you make? Isn't that what it's, it's supposed to be? Yeah. But they just don't, they just eat and don't do that. Yeah, that's exactly it. They're lazy. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. It's retarded. It doesn't say. Okay, so it says the Jews have to do this. But Christ, like, the, like later, the Gentiles, they don't, you know, don't, you don't have to follow all the other shit. The most important thing. Except God is your like Christ and Savior, like you are saved by His, uh, what is it, punished for His iniquities or whatever. Okay. Basically, all you have to believe is the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and that God's coming back someday. Does Jesus die for the Jews too? Dies for everybody. So they just choose to bo- to follow the first book because who he talks about them a lot? The Jews. Yeah, that's a serious question. Well, no, the they don't believe Jesus was the Messiah because. The Messiah is a conqueror. All the prophecies of the Messiah are he's Will coming. Will it say in, that? Yeah. Oh, awesome. He's coming in and he's going to destroy your enemies. You guys are going to be like freed. And Jesus gets fucking crucified and murdered in front of him. <laughs> and they're like, that's not the guy. Are you serious? He's that kinda, guy's a conqueror? He was crucified in front of me. He's dead. He's also kind of a big pussy. Yeah. He does magic tricks that's to get not, laid, you know? So they don't believe in him. That's why the Jews, like. Jews were like, no, 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 that's not our guy. And Christians were like, he's the guy. And the Jews were like, are you serious? <laughs> Have you read the book? That's why Paul's innovation to, to preach to non-Jews was so great. Because Jews were the literal hardest people to convince to become Christians. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. 
So Jesus was kind of just like the dude doing coin tricks at a bar. A little bit, trying yeah. To get, trying mean, to get laid. Except he's trying to get followers. I have 13 apostles. I think Jesus died a virgin, I'm quite sure. So, there's theories and blasphemies. Doesn't about matter. About him having yeah. Good, yeah. Okay, so where were we? After that, the priest, the man who is clean. Oh, take the ashes. Okay, that's where we were. Holy water. The man who gathers up the ashes of the heifer must also wash his clothes, and he too will be unclean till evening. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Fuck you for helping. That's literally what God's doing. <laughs> Fuck you for helping. This will be a lasting ordinance for both the Israelites and the aliens living among them. So, lasting ordinance, right, we just read just there, what negates what I just said about Christians don't have to do this. It's a lasting ordinance. Everyone should be doing it. That's true. It says for Israelites and the aliens living among them. So, everyone should be doing it by the Bible. Whoever touches, verse 11, whoever touches the dead body of anyone. Yeah, could God take back a lasting ordinance? First of all, he didn't. Jesus did, which is probably God, but maybe not, it's, according to people who believe. Yeah. So could God have a lasting ordinance and then take it back? It kind of, it's kind I of think hit. he can. I think he can say, this is a lasting ordinance. Then he comes back and says, you know Change what? It. Yeah, he could. I that agree. last thing I said, it's like the first, you know, there's amendments to the Constitution. True. But we're we're human beings. We're fallible. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where the fuck were you, God? Right. Why did you, I guess they, people would say that uh, God tested out His plan on beings with free will, and it didn't really work. That's so. I guess so. But God wouldn't if He He's all all knowing. Yeah, I know. It, it would be like it. You would know the results to every simulation ever, essentially. Right. Right. So you would just know the answer. I, I know. You I wouldn't know. have to I correct know. yourself. I know. I know. It's so dumb. It's so we have to do it because we're stupid. We don't know things, so we have to figure it out through trial and error. Yeah, no, God there should be also, no trial and error. God also no. It says he regret regretted making people. He oh, regretted right. it, so he really doesn't know everything. When people say that he does, so maybe he just. It, it says that he knows everything, and it also says he regrets. So which is it? It man, this book's full of shit like that. He is just and merciful. Mercy is the absence of justice. You can't be both. Yeah, true. There, yeah, it is a lot of contradiction. It's trying to figure out. I'm just trying to figure out who God is as a person. So far, by he's only reading his dating profile, big, we haven't went on a date yet. A so big I'm trying to figure guitar, it out. Psychopathic, <laughs> masochist, murderer. Yeah. Homo, like the kind of homophobe that you find out's gay later because he's yeah, so the church, against the, it. Ch- the, the priests. Yeah, yeah. That happens at such a comical level. I think it's so funny. That kids are getting molested? No, 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 no. <laughs> With like, you find out the the priest has been like a guy that's been like at the forefront of the oh yeah get gays out of church or oh yeah, and then you find out he's fucking like eight dudes yeah. currently. What was that guy's name? Recently, there Warren something. I can't remember. Yeah, he was doing meth and fucking gay <laughs> prostitutes, <laughs> yeah, and he all was like. <laughs> He had like a live-in boyfriend or and, something. And yeah, what you said was comical is the amount of guys like that because there's like a dozen of them. It's hilarious. Yeah. It is honestly hilarious. Like the level of hypocrisy you have to directly live your life by on so many different levels. Yeah. You, you can't really believe it and just, preach it and then preach against it and act against it all at the same time. It's pathetic and disgusting and depressing. It is depressing because I think it's just a bunch of scared dudes that are trying to fight against but what also they're, the, the amount sins of they're creating influence that those people have. That's what's depressing. Yeah. I think they're, I think it's like a brainwashing gone wrong, you know? 
Yeah, you always think that it's some sort of nefarious master mastermind evil guy. No, I, I don't. Not really. You always say that. Sometimes. I don't believe in, in big plans, so I don't really believe that. You just say it to, like, yeah, be sometimes. a douche? <laughs> sometimes. I haven't said it that much a couple times, but yeah. <laughs> um, so where were we? He must purify himself. So whoever touches the... Um, verse 11. Whoever touches the dead body of anyone will be unclean for seven days. He must purify himself with water on the third day. So you don't wash for two days after touching a dead body. Yeah, that's how to get clean. <laughs> Ironically, you don't bathe. On the third day, you bathe. And on the seventh day, then he will be clean. Hey, so the good thing is, if you touch something that's actually going to make you sick, you wear it for two days. Oh, sorry. To really give it a good shot. He must purify himself with water on the third day and on the seventh day, then he will be clean. But if he does not purify himself on the third and seventh days, he will not be clean. Whoever touches the dead body of anyone and fails to purify himself defiles the Lord's tabernacle. That Ooh. person must be cut off from his from Israel. Because the water of cleansing has not been sprinkled on him. He is unclean. Does it say that? Yeah. It says sprinkled? Dude, why would I make that up? I don't know. I feel like you add shit in sometimes. No, I, I don't really. Sprinkled. What <laughs> What a dainty way. <laughs> he is unclean. <laughs> His uncleanness remains on him. Yeah, just that doesn't. So he was. Are they washing with water or they just sprinkling water? (laughs) That's all they're doing. Isn't that what they do with holy water to cure people? They spritz it around Mm -hmm. and blood. Blood you spritz. Do they ever do anything with Jesus's blood or just besides drinking it? Do they spray it on people like the holy water? No. Why do they they spritz? They baptize people in holy water and they sprinkle people in holy water. No, I mean in the blood. And, no. Of Christ, which is wine, whatever. No. Why do you eat it? Did we talk about that before? Because I don't remember. No. Um, that's a huge topic on communion that I'm actually, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. I know sure. the the apostles. It seems bizarre. Did it. it is. It is dumb. The apostles did it after Jesus' death is kind of like a ritual to remember Jesus, and like they poured one out for the bro, fallen yeah, homie. So, and there was again wars fought over if. When you drink it, it becomes the literal blood of Jesus <laughs> I mean, and the literal body of Christ, or it was a figurative thing. There's fucking wars. The people who believe it, it turns into actual blood. When when does it? When do they think it turns into that? When it's completely digested and impossible to test, or as soon as the priest says it's blood, that's when it's supposed to be, right? Well, yeah, you'd think it would taste and feel and smell like blood, but yeah, it, but apparently do- doesn't. It's really dumb. So, didn't didn't there used to be a lot of hacky jokes like Jesus must have been hammered twenty four seven? Yeah, but probably. That's his blood, I think there was verse <laughs> fourteen. This law, the law of uncleanness. This law that applies when anyone dies in this law that applies when anyone dies in a tent. Anyone who enters a tent and anyone who is in it will be unclean for seven days, and every open container without a lid fastened on it will be unclean. <laughs> What? So that's the the same law of a touch touching a dead body applies to if you're in the tent of a dead body. Okay, that's probably good practice. Yeah, anyone out in the open who touches someone who has been killed with a sword, or someone who has died a natural death, or anyone who touches a human bone or a grave will be unclean for seven days. That's fucking the. I don't oh, mind those rules. I. I mean, of course, good don't practice. touch dead bodies or stuff that dead There's bodies. There's a lot of touch. fucked up diseases, right? Right. Back in the day, from that. 
But listen to that. Anyone who's been stabbed by a sword, maybe? Or any other cause? <laughs> Fire from <laughs> the heavens, maybe? You know? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Or a sword. Hey, if you tripped and fell, or if God turned you to salt, <laughs> either way, <laughs> don't touch it. Anyone who's a sword or any other reason. How many days do I have to wait before I can grind that son of a bitch up, you know? See, start seasoning my food. Well, you have to. The thing is, you have some people have to touch them to get rid of the body. For sure. And those people are unclean. They have to sit outside the tent to camp for seven days. It's probably like their job too. Undertakers. Yeah. Jewish. So you're just you're just on shift work one week at a time. You're living outside of the camp most of the time when you think about it. Yeah. There's 1.2 million people there. People in a pool of 1.2 million. How many people die per day? I have no idea what the average death rate is. I imagine. I have let's, no clue. Let's say it's 20. Do you think that's a fair number of 1.2 million, 20 people die per day? Don't look it up. We're just speculating. We're just 1.2 million, yeah. 20 people? Okay, let's say it's 100. Way higher. Okay, 100. So there's 100 people every yeah. single day banned for a week. I'd say about 100. That means you need seven. If 100 people die and it takes two people to carry a dead body out, that means you need 1,400 people every day. That have these to sit are, outside. These are fun problems to do. That's, just that's, to show how ridiculous. So on on life a, on a cycle, yeah. yeah, on a cycle, you're so there's fourteen hundred undertakers. So you have to times that by seven if you're on seven. a rotation. Yeah, times seven. So what is? I can't even do the that's math. That's nine thousand one hundred, I think. Nine thousand one hundred undertakers, full time, full time shift work, <laughs> rotating. As soon as they come back in, they go back out. Well, I guess they could probably do, these undertakers could probably do, no, because once you're unclean, you have to leave the You camp. have to leave immediately. You so can't do multiple dead bodies. You can't come back. Yeah. <laughs> and anyone they happen to touch on the way out becomes unclean. Oh, well, people are fucking avoiding this train. I can guarantee you that. If, if you're, this train of death coming through. If you're unclean and you touch someone who's clean, they become unclean. Oh, you know, you know what's kind of funny? And if they touch, if they sit somewhere where you sat... They're unclean. This, uh, the unclean virus is nearly impossible to avoid. <laughs> exactly. But, like, death doesn't happen on an average scale, regulated 100 a day. Of course. There's, like, no, no. sometimes one person's going to die. Sometimes going to be 500. Yeah. Sometimes a whole army. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then what? Well, the army would probably die I outside the camp. I guess they would the die camp. outside the camp, true. But yeah, like if okay, the fifty. What if there's a little epidemic, like a flu going around or, or, or something like, God like that? Smites them with the plague. <laughs> last <laughs> chapter. Then fifteen thousand. So fifteen thousand people had to get taken out of the camp. I think your best bet is to just pull, shoot, and fucking move half e- the time. I everyone, think you just gotta fucking move. Everyone who, who's in the tent of one of those people do- is unclean. Everyone who's been, t- dude. Yeah, it's Im- it's literally impossible for this to happen to yeah, to the, be followed the by the, book. the camp thing. Yeah. <coughs> yeah i can't really no because they're living outside yeah. the camp half the time yeah no <laughs> yeah i can't no <laughs> Did i sound that smug yeah you sounded real douchey yeah <laughs> no that i was, can't yeah that was my thinking out loud <laughs> look these gears aren't turning too fast right? i can't <laughs> you know? stand it when people go yeah no yeah or no yeah that was me answering questions i'm asking myself i didn't even realize i was doing it until you mocked me i you, the, I mean, everybody. That's why that shit's important. That's why bullying's important. You can't not let people they're do let them know they're doing annoying shit. Oh man, you know what I mean? I got a. You can't. I got a side story about bullying, about letting people know when they do annoying shit. My younger brother has a tick. Okay. Yep. He uh, sticks his jaw out, kind of like when you pop your ears. Sticks his jaw out and opens his mouth. And uh, why? 
um, we think like when he's about to talk or just all the no, time. No, just like if he's you know if we're like if you're doing something when his mind isn't engaged. Yeah. Like if we're working or playing sports, he doesn't do it. But if we're just sitting around like playing cards, you'll notice him do it. Anyways, we all thought my whole family, me the most vocally, was like, "Have you noticed Simeon does that weird thing with his mouth and jaw all the time?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, what are you doing?" And we're like, "Sim, you look like an idiot. Stop it!" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, like I didn't know I was doing it." And so for one year at their Christmas play, I just zoomed in on him. He's up at the front in the choir, and I zoomed in on him while the whole play is going on. I'm just filming Sim doing his jaw thing. And as a family, Such we watched the video and like, look at how dumb you look. <laughs> oh, you look stupid. And like, apparently, like, it really upset him. Of course it did. Of course, because that's going to be hard to change. And then, Well, we like found out like that. later that uh, babies who are born with the cord around their neck which Simeon was, often develop a tick, a facial tick later in life. Because he literally can't control it. He doesn't know he's doing it. And I berated him for several years and like publicly. Like, look yeah. at you look how dumb you fucking look. Look, Simeon, people are gonna think you're an idiot forever. <laughs> I felt <laughs> I've so, never noticed him do it. Uh you don't notice it. he's not doesn't do it as bad anymore, but it's I don't, if you're watching a movie and he's sitting across like on the other side of the room, you'll see him move sometimes. Anyways, uh I know Sim listened to that story, Sim. I felt terrible about it when I found out about that. <laughs> we were real mean to you. <laughs> also, maybe you fucking deserved it, you know? Yeah. Know. Who knows? Uh, he took it in Who's stride. To say? Who's to say? Sim, uh, Sim took it in stride. He always... Sim was fucking definitely... Uh, I want to say he's my toughest brother, but all my brothers are tough. Do you think you, uh, Who do you think would win? Still you? In a fight? You, you said you at the beginning. Yeah, I'd still win. Yeah. I've never lost. I'm undefeated. That's true. True, true. Judah would have been a contender, but uh, he's quadriplegic. So, what? He broke his neck and was uh, oh, quadriplegic. Right, right. But he, he recovered. Not currently. No, he's That's recovered. Confusing. But I'm like, did something happen again? No, but uh, he's you know he's not. Well, you don't want to fucking. No, he's not. This. He's never. He's not as strong he's as he pussy used now. to be. No, he's not a pussy. <laughs> he's a fucking little bitch now. Is what you're trying to say? No, he used to be like. Thicker. Yeah, he used to be like a tough guy. Now he's a little <laughs> bitch ass pussy, pussy ass bitch. Moving on. So verse uh, seven. Some people break their neck. They keep going. Some people quit. You know, it's uh, it's who you are as a person. For the unclean person, put some ashes from the burned purification offering into a jar and pour fresh water over them. Then a man who is ceremonial ceremonially clean is to take some of the hyssop, dip it in water, and sprinkle the tent and all the furnishings and all the people who were there. He must also sprinkle anyone who has touched a human grave or bone or someone who has been killed or someone who has died a natural death. The man who is clean is to sprinkle the unclean person on the third and seventh days. And on the seventh day is to purify him. The person being cleansed must wash his clothes and bathe with water. And that evening he will be clean. I got a question. Yeah. What happens if you get unclean and you're by yourself? Oh, man. I don't, so far, I have no answer for you. You'd have to leave your own camp. <laughs> so you'd have to make a camp, leave it, sit outside of it, um, still yell, unclean, unclean. You have to cover your mouth and yell unclean. That's one of my favorites. Cover your mouth and yell unclean. They literally said it once, but you have to do it. It's like a rule. <laughs> and then on the third day, I guess you, you can't find someone else who's clean to sprinkle no. water on you. I guess you sprinkle water on yourself. You can't, because you're unclean, so that water's not clean. Also, what's the negative of being unclean if you're by yourself? Because you can't get banished by anybody. No one's going to avoid you. 
So I guess you maybe could it's just, just be okay. A, You're a just unclean, unclean guy. Yeah. Do you go to hell for being unclean when you, you die? You can't offer God any offerings, which is something. Which fucking sweet. You yeah. don't have a lot. You're living by yourself. You can you know? burn your own stuff for God and eat it. I guess that's a. Well, that's. I don't know, Kyle. It doesn't say. I mean, those people who are unclean get cut off from their people. Yeah. So you're just cut off, I so, guess. So you're doesn't really matter. You're on your you're own. You're cool. It's just <laughs> the ceremony by yourself is really hilarious to me. Um, so I draw a circle around my tent. I sit outside it yeah. for seven days. <laughs> but if a person who is unclean does not purify himself, he must be cut off from the community because he has defiled the sanctuary of the Lord. Oh, there we go. The water of sprink- cleansing has not been sprinkled on him, what if and I- he is unclean. <laughs> the water of cleansing has not been sprinkled upon thee. You are unclean. Get out. <laughs> Banished you are from our tabernacle. Thou only had two sprinkles when the required amount of sprinkles was seven. You must now leave forever. This are- is a lasting ordinance. Are unclean people allowed to form their own camp? I mean, it's not, again, it's not in here. Because then what happens? That's since a weird hypocrisy, written, right? Since it's not explicitly written in here, and God did not, that you can't find a loophole in God's book, yes, you are allowed. Yeah, but they have to be banished from their people if they're unclean, but if their people are also unclean people, then what happens? What do you mean? Let's say all the unclean people, they get banished. Form, form a new camp. Form a new camp, they're but the they're unclean. all still unclean. So they're all unclean. Yeah, but that's their new people. And yeah. they must be banished well, from your people if you're unclean. They're cut off from th- that new that new tribe. Doesn't count. Doesn't have God on their side. Oh, okay. That's what that means. So you're a new tribe, but no God. That sounds sweet. They're probably gonna do really well. The man who they'll, they'll get to keep a hundred percent of their shit. <laughs> that's that's like a good start. <laughs> the man who sprinkles the water of cleansing must also wash his clothes, and anyone who touches the water of cleansing will be unclean till evening. What? God really ties... Hang on. It. What? Anyone who touches the water of cleansing will be unclean till evening. <laughs> what? It's the water of cleansing. <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even catch that. Hey. The water of cleansing, oh, this makes, cleaning you, water. Makes, you, makes you dirty <laughs> unless you're sprinkling it on someone else. What the fuck does that... That's so dumb. Ugh. The man who sprinkles the water of cleansing must also wash his clothes, and anyone who touches the water of cleansing will be unclean to leaving. Because the water of cleanliness it's is dumb. not clean. It's really dumb. Anything that <laughs> the unclean person touches becomes unclean, and anyone who? touches it becomes unclean to leaving. Oh, that one That one is going in the fucking notes. <laughs> I can't wait to ask someone that fucking question. <laughs> Why does the water of uncle- of cleanliness make you unclean when you touch it? <laughs> the thing Go is, on. Anyone you ask, no one's like you can't ask anyone who's an expert on this one ver like there's no reason for it. Yeah, but I'm gonna make them look like an asshole. Yeah. What I ask them, that's for of sure. Of course. All right, guys. What's those, it called? The water of cleanliness? The water of cleansing. Cleansing. That was uh that was the boring part. Here's water from the rock. In the first I month I don't know, I enjoyed that part. <laughs> In the first month, the whole Israelite community arrived in the desert of Zin, and they stayed at Kadesh. There, Miriam died and was buried. Miriam was Moses' sister. Now, there was no water for the community, and the people gathered in opposition to Moses and Aaron. They quarreled with Moses and said, If only we had died when our brothers had fell dead before the Lord. Why did you bring the Lord's community into this desert that we and our livestock should die here? Why did you bring us out of Egypt to this terrible place? It has no grain or figs or grapevines or pomegranates, 
and there is no water to drink. They had pomegranates back then? <laughs> That's fucking shocking to me. <laughs> I think, dude, is the the meme, the trope, the stereotype of Israelites always complaining is hilarious. And fucking accurate. Yeah. Absolutely ac- accurate. But also justified. Every time they're arguing, every time Moses has made it... Why didn't God? They're all saying we. I wish we died of the plague back then, because this is bullshit. We're thirsting to death. Yeah, at least it would have been quicker. We have no fucking pomegranates. They are getting royally fucked over repeatedly, with every right to complain. Yeah, they're following someone with un. What, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no end to the power he has. Right? There's absolutely no end, theoretically. Boundless his, power. There we go. It's boundless. Yet they're receiving almost none of it. He's using it to give them old bread. And that's where he draws a line. The rest is just burning them in torture. And quail up to your nipples. But I don't even think that was really a benefit. It was meat. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to move. You got a lot of rotting quail in your hands. And they got sick of meat, remember? They were vomiting the quail was coming out of their nose or something, out of their ears. Oh. Remember that? No yeah, kind of. I don't remember the nose and ears thing, but I remember them getting sick of it. Um, Moses and Aaron went from the assembly to the entrance to the tent of meeting and fell face down, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. The Lord said to Moses, Take the staff, and you and your brother Aaron gather the assembly together. Speak to that rock before what? their eyes, and it will pour out its water. Did we get an answer to the staffs that they left for God to make a judgment on? What do you mean? Yeah. Aaron's staff grew, grew flowers, flowers. Th- and everyone else's didn't do anything. Yeah, but what did God do about it? That's a lasting reminder not to fuck with Moses Oh, and there Aaron. was no like punishment for the other people or anything? Not that time. Okay, but the bulls there were. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So take, I was expecting something to happen. But. So he says, speak to that rock before their eyes and it will pour out its water. You will bring the water out of the rock for the community so that they and their, so they and their livestock may drink. So Moses took the staff from the Lord's presence just as he commanded him. He's going to make water come out of a stone. With his magic stick? Yeah. Just as God commanded him. He and Aaron gathered the assembly together in front of the rock, and Moses said to them, Listen, you rebels. Must we bring you water out of this rock? Yeah, you must. Yeah, we're we're thirsting to death. (laughs) Listen, you rebels. Must we bring you water out of this rock? I mean, I prefer like a paradise with food and water, but if you have to squeeze it out of a rock, I guess I'll take it. Then Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with his staff. Water gushed out, and the community and their livestock drank. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I gave. I give them. Who's it? God saying this? God is saying this to Moses I'm and I'm confused. Aaron. Why? So <coughs> what did they do wrong this time? I think he's going back to before when the spies went in and they the spies were like I don't think we should do it and Moses and Aaron were like yeah probably not cuz Caleb and Joshua were the, were the only two Also oh, they're punishing him for not going in there cuz well God didn't help them we found out God they'll die Okay God was going to be on their side. Oh, right. Then they yeah. got nervous. Yeah. And then they're like, I don't know if we should do it. Then God said, you don't think I can do it? Fuck you. None of you get in except Caleb and Joshua. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to kill most of you. 
All of you are going to die in the desert. Anyone under 20, get, anyone 20 and over doesn't get to go in. How about that? I'm going to make you wander this land that you could walk in three days for 40 years. Yep. Sounds like a nice just guy. And so so now the Lord's taking to anger. this. Yeah. Well, the Lord's taking this moment to say to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. These were the waters of Meribah. So, so everyone else gets to go that's under 20, but not them. Yeah, but in 40 right, years. Right now is what they're saying. In 40 years. They still have to wander. There's 40 years of wandering that's happening. They're in year, oh, like, okay. they're in like year four of 40 years. Meribah means quarreling. Uh, the waters of Meribah, where the Israelites quarreled with the Lord and where he showed himself holy among them. How, do, yeah. How does that show himself holy? I don't know. By giving them water that they desperately needed to live. I thought Moses did it. The Lord said to Moses to do it. Oh. So the Lord, anything Moses does is the Lord. The Moses hits the thing twice. Moses has no power. God, people don't have power. God uses people as a conduit for his power. Seems like an extra unnecessary step, but. All the time. That's like when my mom was talking about speaking in tongues. And she's like, I'm not speaking in tongues. It's peep, God peep. speaking through me. And you're like, so God's talking to himself through you. And she's like, yeah, that's about it. That's a little snippet. That's we didn't release a- it yet. Well, that's going to be, it's, we're releasing it soon, mm. right? Yep. This will be out after that, probably. We got a bonus episode for episode 50. Dude, we are hyping something that we've already mm. going to be have released. Actually, we're releasing it with, with this episode. Oh, oh I really? forgot. Yeah, we are. Aren't we have like two? Don't we have nope. like two in the bank? Nope. Okay. We have one. Okay. But this is episode. This is episode fifty. Oh, happy! Oh, happy fifty is for us. <laughs> We're fucking idiots. We fucking suck at our job. We do. You know what's great though? We do have a bonus episode. You guys are gonna like it. After this, after you hear this, you got to check out our interview with Caleb's mom. Stacy Campbell came on the podcast. Everyone, Stacy's mom. Okay, that was so annoying. I was so annoying. I was all like fired up to do my intro the exact way I wanted to do it, and then I just got completely flustered. Caleb wanted to like impress his mom with his big intro. That he was no, doing. it wasn't nothing to do with that. I just knew exactly. Hello, Bible beaters. This is a special thing. Like I had like a thirty second intro in my head, and immediately it, the whole thing went to shit. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be like, congratulations, fiftieth episode, dirt dirt. Yeah, oh, just a song. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I really threw him off. No one knows what we're talking about. You have to release my mom ones first. Release the bonus or release them simultaneously. Same yep, same time. No one's gonna listen to this one when they say see bonus episode with Caleb's mom first. Whatever. And, it doesn't matter. Okay, who cares? <sighs> okay, where are we? Verse fourteen. <laughs> this is a new story. Edom denies Israel passage. We're approaching an hour. (sighs) By the way, how long is the story? This one's only half a page. Okay, we're at fifty-eight. You can you can call it. We'll do it. Okay, I wanted to read the death of Amron. We're gonna read that. We're gonna read one more page. Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Edom, saying, "This is what your brother Israel says." So Moses sent the king of to from Kadesh to the king of Edom. Kadesh. Kadesh is where they are in the desert. Edom. How did he send this message? With a messenger. So Edom is like south right inland of Israel, of modern day Israel. It's off the coast. I think it'd be in modern day uh, Jordan. 
So Moses sent this message to the king of Edom. This is what your brother Israel says. He says, brother, that's a right away. He's trying to endear himself with their neighboring guys. Oh, okay. Like we're on the same team. Yeah. You know about all the hardships that have come upon us. Wait, people know about this? I mean. That these idiots are wandering the this desert? This didn't happen, but in the maybe the original version of, version of this legend, maybe a group of a couple thousand people fled Egypt and wandered back to Israel. And maybe that's what this is based off of. But none of this stuff actually... Where there's no archaeological evidence for any of the stuff we read in the last 30 podcasts. Yeah. Okay, so this is what your brother Israel says. You know about all the hardships that have come upon us. Our forefathers went down to Egypt, and we lived there in many years. The Egyptians mistreated us and our fathers, but when we cried out to the Lord, he heard our cry and sent an angel and brought us out of Egypt. Now we are here at Kadesh, a town on the edge of your territory. Please let us pass through your country. We will not go through any field or vineyard or drink water from any well. We will travel along the king's highway and not turn to the right or left until we have passed through your territory. So he's asking for permission. This is kind of like what uh, the Germans did at the start of World War I. They How said, so? Well, they needed to get through Belgium, I believe, okay. to, to, for their Schlieffen plan to work. They had to. What the fuck did you just call it? The Schlieffen plan. That's the plan of Schlieffen, the general, that devised the attack on France. It was a dual, it was a dual assault. You fucking crush France and then you turn around and beat Russia. And you had to do, you had to beat France in like 60 days. So they said, Listen, can we just cross through your country? We're not going to do anything. We're just going to go march straight across. And they fucking, they're like, don't blow up any bridges. Don't burn anything. We're just going to go. They, the Belgians fucking blew up every bridge, like where they resisted as hard as they possibly they? could. That's awesome. And that was the start of the war. And so they were like, fuck you. Yeah. That's awesome. And they died basically heroically by the thousands. Yeah, but they, fuck it. They That's the way to so go. You know, Germans. the way to go. You're going to go. Was it? I don't the actually. The thing is, he could have just let them walk through. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I did. I don't know that much history history about the war, but is France known as being like big pussies in that war? Because I've heard that. No. 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 They're the the meme is they're cheese eating surrender monkeys, but they've resisted. <laughs> yeah. France had the greatest army in the world at at that time. Did they? With Napoleon. Get the fuck out of here. Napoleon and Prussia. So Germany and France, Napoleon had allied them both and taken over most of Europe and failed in uh, conquering Russia, right? Then Germany didn't know that, became okay. its own country. And the French army was renowned for being the strongest land army in the world. And the Germans crushed it. It was crazy. Huh. I didn't know any of that. That's super interesting. Dan Carlin. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck. Blueprint for Armageddon. You got 20-some hours on the First World War. It's fantastic. Holy shit. Okay, so, but Edom answered. Yeah, if you want a guy that has accurate historical facts, you go to that, I guess. You may not pass through here. If you try, we will march out and attack you with the sword. Israelites replied, we will go along the main road, and if we or any of our line stock... Wait, they they told him they can't? Edom said, said, fuck off. Fuck off, you can't? Yeah, fuck off. Fuck you and fuck your families. (laughs) We, the Israelites replied, we will go along the main road, and if we on, or any of our livestock drink any water, we will pay for it. You can't really promise your cows aren't going to drink water. <laughs> and then you'll pay for it? Yeah, well, I mean, they're, imagine 1.2 million people marching through your town. Like, it's going to fuck everything up. Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck off. Go around. 
Uh, we'll pay for it. We only want to pass through on foot, nothing else. Again, they answered, you may not pass through. Then Edom came out against them with a large and powerful army. Since Edom refused to let them go through their territory. Oh, is this where God gets on their team again? Israel turned away from them. No, oh. They just went back to the desert. <laughs> the death of A. Aaron. That's, a, that's so disappointing. <laughs> Fuck you, you can't. Well, a couple steps forward. Oh, oh, whoops. Okay, yeah, going back. The whole Isra- Looks like you have a lot of guys there. <laughs> Looks like quite a few. The whole Israelite community set out from Kadesh, and they came to Mount Hor. At Mount Hor, near the border of Edom, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Aaron will gather the pe- to his people, and he will not enter the land I give the Israelites, because both of you rebelled against my command at these waters of Meribah. Oh, so it is against the water from the rock. So the Israelites complained, Moses, we have no water. Moses complains to God, and God's like, you rebellious little fucks. You're not going into the promised land either. What? I was, I'm confused. So the Israelites are w- still have yeah, no water. They, They're complaining. What, the rock doesn't have water yet? Moses complains on the Israelites' behalf. God says, you rebellious little fucks. You're not going to the promised land, but here's some water. So now Moses and Aaron are excluded from the promised land also. But, so he, he gave him water again? What a different rock no, this, this time? No, this is the same. I'm oh, going okay, back. Just a re- oh, just a recap. That's why Mos- God was mad at Moses and Aaron. Not from the previous thing. Oh, okay. So you're correcting yourself. Yeah, because it says right here, because you rebelled against my command at the waters of Meribah. What did they rebel against? They just complained that they complained wanted Complained that they were going to gonna die yeah he's a dick that's rebelling yeah he's a fucking dick he's a fucking asshole cock sucking dick there's no water in this desert that's complaining yeah we haven't drank water in three days is a is a complaint worthy of not getting accepted into paradise yep that's it they rebelled against his command um at least you know paradise isn't going to be whiny they cut all those people out immediately (laughs) get uh, Aaron and his son Eleazar and take them up Mount Hor. Remove Mount Hor? H-O-R. Hor. H-O-R. Remove Aaron's garments and put them on his son Eleazar. For Aaron will be gathered to his people. He will die there. Moses did as the Lord commanded. Is this an execution? Moses did as the Lord commanded. They went up Mount Hor in the sight of the whole community. Moses removed Aaron's garments and put them on his son Eleazar. And Aaron died there on top of the mountain. Why? Why did he die? It doesn't say why. It just says that he died. Can you read that again? The other part before before that. Okay. Do you, the whole thing. No, no. Just the Moses did as the Lord commanded. They went up Mount Hor in the sight of the whole community. Why did he command them to do this? Did it say it all? Yeah, because I'm pissed off at you from the waters of Meribah, where I gave them water. That's it. That's what it says. So now he has to kill himself. It, it just says he died. It doesn't say he killed himself or who killed him or how he died. I, presu- but it, but it, the death is a punishment. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. So it's God's doing. Yeah. So not natural causes or something. So, yeah, God killed him. God smote him dead. <laughs> for asking for water. You rebellious little fuck. <laughs> it's just getting goofy now. Slow to anger. I, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to when he's nice again. It's just getting ridiculous. Wasn't yeah. that, was that his favorite person? Second favorite person of all time? Um, or at least currently. Current. Of the current, current generation. Yeah. He's the current 
Like I guess the favorite person of all time is that one guy he brought into heaven with him. Enoch, yeah. Yeah. Moses, he liked Noah, he liked Moses, he liked Abraham, and he keeps trying to be like, why don't you be like this guy? But Moses is like a insecure fucking nerd, basically. It's like like how you would picture a Jew. <laughs> Moses <laughs> removed Aaron's garments and put them on his son Eleazar, and Aaron died there on top of the mountain. Then Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain, and the whole community learned that Aaron had died, and the entire house of Israel mourn- mourned him for 30 days. That's how Aaron died. Just on top of a mountain? Yeah. Why would they take him to the top of a mountain? So it's easier for God to kill? I don't know. Presumably, he's also an old man, so let's drag this old fucking That's what guy. I was picturing. And they said God killed him because it sounds They didn't... Let it, let's I know be clear. None, I know none of this happened. I'm just... he. Aaron died. Yeah. I don't know how. God knew he God, was about God's to... taking credit. God's like ISIS. God's literally like ISIS. Someone commits an act of terror somewhere, and God takes credit for it. Someone dies, and God goes, yeah, I did that, by the way. I love When how- you went hiking and died, that was me. God is literally ISIS. Yeah. I mean, I don't love it, but it's kind of hilarious how something that no no possible way ISIS, like the Florida Parkwood shooting thing, they're like, ISIS is like, that was us. That was us, too. <laughs> it is funny. It is funny. because it, It's funny because it shows how unpowerful they actually are but they just, don't have any reach and they're just like that was us <laughs> exactly their whole their whole team isn't isn't really of terrorism plots it's a pr yeah they, they got a pr team and that's it and also they did one thing it was pretty good i guess as far as terrorism goes it's it's i mean it's quite annoying that they take they try to take credit for all those things even though it's impossible it wasn't them and also but why would like why would you I know that they want to take credit because they just hate the United States. Yeah. But it's just so weird that they think that they, like, do they think that people would believe them? I think they think some people will. You know what it's like? It's like when those, when the Nigerian email scammers, you don't need to get everyone. You just need to get a small percentage of people. Just the idiots. Yeah. You just need the idiots, you know? Then maybe you can recruit them. That's so depressing. To get them to do more fucked up shit. All right, Kyle, what'd you learn today? I learned that God is an unrelenting asshole. Essentially, yeah. like completely unrelenting. He, do, I don't believe he has a favorite. I don't believe he has, believes in favorites. I believe he tells people their favorite to build them up enough, just so he can bring them down even more. And this one—that's what I think. This one person he told was his favorite had the nerve to write it down, and we're all falling for it to this day. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he smites Moses at some point. Really takes him off his pedestal. Does he ever do that? Uh, Moses dies soon. Does God take credit? Um. Yeah, he does. Does he? Yeah. For killing him? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck whoever likes this book. <laughs> like, legitimately. Yeah. And fuck your families. Yeah, exactly. For generations to come. For the next three generations, go fuck yourself. I know we got some emails today, Kyle. We do. We got a few. We got a lot from one person. What? How many should I read? Not Just read the one with questions in it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and just pick apart. We got three emails from one, from one guy, from one from one fan. I didn't know that was all from the same guy. There's what? There's two guys. Three of them, three of the four emails okay. were from one guy. They weren't all from the same guy. But I'll try and read uh, his points. All right, so I'm just gonna fucking read it. Yeah. Been listening for five days <laughs> on episode thirty-eight. Of course, yeah, I know, but I can't. I can't pick and choose. It's it's hard to make oh, sense okay. of it. 
Been listening for five days in episode 38. The show is awesome. I left religion years ago, but I listened just for the idea of one guy trying to aggr- aggravate someone while they're trying to read. Why is that funny to you, <laughs> sir? <laughs> I forgot he's on my side for that. Why fuck do you think that's yeah. funny? <laughs> it is funny to me. Have you ever tried to read <laughs> while someone just exclaims bullshit in your ear? And like, <laughs> it might not be funny for the person reading. It's just not. like it's not funny for the person getting bullied, but it's kind of funny for everyone else, you know? I wouldn't say I'm getting bullied. I stand up. No, for I don't myself. think you're getting bullied. Oh, gee, thanks, Kyle. <laughs> I'm not. No. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Especially love it when Caleb interrupts in anger and frustration when he is erupts in anger. Let off topic. He really not does in, not interrupts in anger. Kyle, stop calling my president smart. He is a retarded, god incarnate, jealous, and stable, narcissistic, and will get idiots to follow him without question. I disagree. He can be all those things, but he. I also think he's smart. He's not smart. I've already made my point with that. I would like it if Kyle's title was changed. This is what I want to read. I'd like it if Kyle's title was changed to something that sounds more important than the interrupter. Okay. His responses are crazy. He's not more important. (laughs) That is his one fucking job on this podcast. Dude, the reason I got Kyle on this podcast is because I said to myself, when I had this masterful idea, I said to myself, I need a fool. I need an idiot. I need somebody who doesn't know a lot but thinks they know a lot and who is so sur- sure of themselves that they'll just be like, yeah, I read that on stats.com and just say things outrageously. And I found the perfect guy. That's what Kyle's here for. Now, he does take his role a little too seriously and interrupts me probably more than I would like. I, feel, yeah, you, I think think we, you think so, do you? We found a balance. But for episodes oh there's a few to, in there one to 15 let's just say there's a few in there that i can't <laughs> re-listen to <laughs> so we got a second email from really upset about the interrupter thing so the name interrupter really fucking bothers me this is email number two he rewrote this days later it's diminutive as shit it makes it sound like some retarded that's re- what he is <laughs> retarded the corner screaming random shit that's it that is exactly it. You nailed it. That should be the description of Kyle's role on this podcast. <laughs> a two-year-old can interrupt. Hell, you want an interrupter? I have a two-year-old daughter on sale now. <laughs> 1K Canadian, not that cheap American shit. I don't know what that means. Give Kyle Grimm more credit than that. Okay. Yeah. No. He's trying to give me names that are worse than interrupter, by the way. James, I appreciate the effort, but your, what are the your tries are just... He says, I'm a fucking nerd, and I looked up some entomology on the words. Entomology means where the words came from. Yeah, the origin. Oration and interject. Oratio? Oratio. We actually, way back in the day, Kyle said he didn't like the nickname Interrupter. And I said, all I can think of is Interjector. And he's like, I'll stay with Interrupter. Interjector sucks. Interjector? Barely fucking newer. So these are, I appreciate the effort, James, but these suck. Oratio interjectus. Could you imagine if he called me that? That's like, or I called myself that. That's awesome. It's it, like old Latin shit. Yeah, but it's pretentious. Oratio interjectus, <laughs> gluteus maximus. It sounds like I didn't like my name, the interrupter, and I changed it <laughs> to sound more affluent. Is what exactly what it sounds like. And he's got oration interjected. Even the disruptor sounds cooler. The disruptor does sound cooler. No, we're not. I kind of like the disruptor. You're the interrupter. The disruptor is pretty good. You're, I will not I'm, call you. I'm that. the disruptor. You can call yourself. You know, James, that. I like the disruptor. That one's that one's going in the bank. Kyle, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna think on that one. All for a these second. nicknames suck. Disruptor. That's fucking awesome. It dude. is kind of cool. <laughs> I do like it. I changed my mind. 
If Caleb gets to change his title in the beginning of the shit, then Kyle should. <laughs> it's not even halfway done. That's true. We're not even close. Well, well, I'll marinate on that for a bit. I'm pretty sure I'm going to probably take the disruptor. That sounds awesome. I will sound like never a fucking, call you that. I sound like a goddamn superhero. I will never call you that. Disrupt. Not only do I disrupt you and I read, I disrupt the movement that is Christianity. I am the disruptor. Wow. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Fucking hell yeah. Technically, I'm the disruptor also. Oh, did I miss the part where... Uh, I don't know, Kyle. The favorite. The favorite. Oh, yeah. Also, James... Has got a message for Jeff. <laughs> this is, he even titled it "Message for Jeff," <laughs> to be specific. Jeff is uh, the so, other guy that emails so in Jeff, all the time. Jeff is our current biggest fan, by the way. So, <laughs> Jeff, this is not us. This is James. This is to you. Quote. This is not me reading it. This is. It's <laughs> not me quote. This is me quoting. Fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> you rodeo clown. <laughs> Dude, read it with dude. Read it like I'm talking like God. Fuck you, Jeff. You rodeo clown. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeff. You rodeo clown. You think you're a number one fan? The one true fan? Right now, my kids are huddled in the corner because I burned them with my cigarette for interrupting the pre- <laughs> <laughs> the predesignated Bible beaters listening time. <laughs> what have you done for Bible beaters, you fuck? <laughs> In fact, I'm willing to donate $2 a month to the Bible Beaters podcast. That's a lot. That's, to, that's to make sure they keep butchering infinite times more than we get right the now. The fifth, the filth that is the Bible. Quit sucking off dead raccoons and do something. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Very well said. You fucking rodeo clown. That's hilarious. It's really taken, really, really vying for top spot there. We got another email from. I guess I'll, DJ Solomon. Forgive me, fathers, for I have sinned. It has been 10 years since my last confession, and these are my sins. (laughs) I have only recently converted to the One True Podcast and was a heathen listener of others before you. That's okay, buddy. As long as you're not now, we forgive. We forgive everything. I prescribe uh, for your first sin. I prescribe uh, you have to listen to... The shit cast episode 17 times. <laughs> and you can't be sleeping while you're doing it. You have to be actively listening. Yeah. 17 times the shit cast for your first sin. But I don't think that counts as a sin because we at the Bible Beaters, the One True Podcast, I don't think we're going to take the Bible's perspective and punish people who aren't, who aren't aware you know what they do that we exist. In confession? No. You confess your sins, and then the the priest gives you. You gotta say seven Hail Marys. Yeah, it's Hail. I love you, fathers. So they have to like say like things about God. So it's a perfectly applicable uh, punishment that they have to listen to a shitty episode of this podcast. No, it is, but I just don't think he deserves punishment. Is what I'm saying. I do. For for listening to podcasts Dude, without the as long as he doesn't keep he immediately <laughs> says forgive me, I have sinned. He knows he fucked up. Fair. Oh, uh, fair. I am not. I'm not the righteous one here. I'm so. the ho- Lord of Hosts, <laughs> and I am the disruptor. The interrupter. The fucking disruptor, dude. I regularly get upset at Father Kyle for his interruptions. <laughs> I, th- I think you need to quote disruptions. I think you need to change that to disruptions, but I'll allow it for now, since you weren't aware that hey, that is now the new name. Everybody else that's listening, don't go with Kyle. Oh. And, and all your emails, just keep calling him the interrupter. No, my true followers will call me the disruptor. <laughs> I passed out. It'll be so funny how mad he gets when everyone calls him the interrupter for forever. I won't get mad because they won't do it. (laughs) 
I passed out listening to episode 29, the shit cast, and made no attempt to ever listen to it again. <laughs> well, guess what your punishment is? <laughs> Probably not going to like it, which makes it a good punishment. As an academic historian, I am... What? Hang on. <laughs> Are you serious? I don't. I think he's serious. As an academic... Dude, I mean... <laughs> that's cool what the fuck are you doing listening to this podcast if you're an academic you should be way more highbrow first of all than this bullshit no because we might not get the details right but we got the spirit right that's that's What's, what that's what history's lacking you know history's lacking uh fucking what are you trying to say <laughs> that people should just like make up things and no i'm saying we should the tone of history we, do. we have like we have the tone correct we have the spirit of it you don't you don't come to us for details, you go to stats.com for those. <laughs> okay? We've already said that. As an academic historian, I get so mad at both of you for constantly screwing up historical facts that I yell at the podcast. That's which, true. Which That's, means, we do, I, dude, guilty. We don't, we don't pretend to know them. I pretend to know them. <laughs> I guess we both do. <laughs> but, not, but not really. Which makes me look retarded in public and makes my neighbors question my sanity. Fair enough. I cheered when Father Caleb stood up to Father Kyle the one time on episode 17. Hey, I've done it more than once. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. I'm going to go back and listen to episode 17 for... I think uh, I know which one it is. Which one was that? Uh, I can't remember. We got really, really mad at some point Because you were so yeah. fucking annoying. Yeah. I think... Yeah. I secretly enjoy the 30-minute intros. Everybody does. Yeah, I know. We like doing them. We like doing them. That's Glad like the, you enjoy them. You know, that's why we do a podcast is so we can try to get relevant. We're really comedians, okay? <laughs> the dream is to be a stand-up comic. This is not my dream. No, this is my dream. I love podcasting. <laughs> I love doing this. I'm going to do both. But yeah. I, I, love, I love podcasting as much as I love stand-up comedy. I swear, I do. I didn't at the beginning, but I fucking love it now. I mean. Look forward to this shit. Me too. I always leave smiling. I'm like, that was me fun. Me too. It was all, it's always fun. Please let me know my penance, and I will accomplish them. 17 episodes <laughs> be, of the shit To cast, be released buddy. of my sins. God bless you, DJ Solomon. I don't know if we can 17 times. Yeah, that's fucking bare minimum. <laughs> bare. Can we really do that to this poor side of a bitch? Listen, if you're real unfaithful, you'd listen to it 17 times. Now, of course, you're not going to do that. Yeah. And then what are you going to say? Oh, I actually did. If you actually do, dude, then you're also an idiot. <laughs> but that's the punishment. So if you listen, you're a fool. And if you don't listen, you're not faithful. So, Well, I guess the Lord has spoken. <laughs> the Lord of hosts, that is. All right. You guys have been great. I love you guys. I love all the emails. You can send those emails. I love you guys. I do. I really like these emails recently. You can send the emails if you want to send one. You want to send a Caleb a question. He'll answer with the Bible or not. He'll, there he decides. There was a question. There was a question one. Wait, to stop the song. You never answered it with the Bible, though. What was the question? Because I question have a Bible was, verse ready for queued up. Okay, I think that was for James. You didn't read. The I did question. not read the question. It was in the third email. I missed it. My bad. I can't read. <laughs> he sent a lot of stuff. 
I missed this one. So he does have a question for us at Kyle, the end. You'll notice you'll notice another insight into Kyle's character. All the ones about him being an interrupter and stuff loves that. <laughs> Absolutely loves it. The actual question part of the email is, oh, who's who's got time to read all three? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got he's got even more about me in here. But I'll read it too. He says, "Fucking love it." I let some Jesus freak at work listen, and he doesn't want to be my friend now. Thank you. <laughs> That's so awesome. That's so awesome <laughs> that you showed it to a Jesus freak. Also, I'd love uh, if you could follow up. This is James, by the way. Specifically, not, not DJ. which one you showed him. And if, like, because we often point out how dumb the things that they believe are. If, if maybe at all we had any impact, you know. Which episode you showed him, and if he was like, no, 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 God really did flood the earth with water, and Moses really did go in that boat. Yeah, what was, because there's some episodes I could see you not getting, in the Bible parts, not getting five minutes in without us saying some horrendous shit about yeah, something. You yeah, know? of course. That might be like, just. But I want to, <laughs> I hope his faith was shaken. I hope. I think it was. His, I think that's what he's saying. His fundamental beliefs, that guy doesn't even know who he is anymore. <laughs> He's going like, is prayer really just meditation? What am I doing? Of course it is. Yeah, it is. I like that. He's like, you are truly doing an underrated service to society. I was raised Jehovah's Witness. Purposely explored Mormonism as a teen. Went to different churches, including Irish Catholic, Seventh-day Adventist, which I think your grandma is, Kyle. Oh, that's interesting. I don't actually know. Maybe I'm going to ask her next time I see her. Some they played rock and roll, Southern Baptist and Brimstone churches. Dude, you were really looking for answers, eh? No shit. You, I mean, you might be, if you try that many different versions of church, maybe church isn't for you. I think you found the right one. The church <laughs> of the Bible beaters. He finally found the right one. That's what I'm going to say. Okay. The one true And podcast. then what happened? Then he has a question for us. What would either of you do if your hypothetical... Three-year-old spent the night at your parents' or grandparents' house, and they came home talking about Jesus and how if they die, Jesus will hug them and take them to heaven. Okay. Now, this is a very personal question. And I don't believe it's Thanks a hypothetical. Thanks for your awesome show. You make saw milling a lot more bearable. I'm going to give you the biblical answer because um, that's what I'm here to do. Proverbs 22, verse 6 says, Train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. So you're parents are doing exactly the right thing by indoctrinating <laughs> this kid to make him uh or her according uh, to the bible according to the bible um that's exactly it you lie to little kids and tell them things because they don't have a rational brain so but, they can't figure out the hypocrisies but, that you're telling but them. quite honestly um that's a fucking loaded question and i don't have a three-year-old but uh i would go with i have an answer i would go with just straight up honesty i'd be like um Hell is it real, and when you die, you go in the ground. I don't. I, I, I disagree. I don't. I, just like I don't think you should tell Santa your three year old Santa Claus isn't real. What do you? They think? don't. They don't know what you're saying, really. No. So I mean, it doesn't matter. You, you, there's no need to rip the bandaid off at three years old. It. I think. I, I think at some. I think you should just. I think you can let them think that. You can instill other things in them, but it's okay to think that Jesus hugs you when you die when you're three. I think. Sure, I would. Uh, I don't think it's going to influence anything negative yet. I don't know. I I don't have a kid, but I often think about how I would raise a kid. Because I, here's what's going to happen: you're going to end up fighting through your kid with the other parent. That's annoying. Yeah, and 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 that's not going to benefit the kid at all. I don't think. All right, so go beat the shit out of your mom and dad. Yeah, I think address it at whoever's doing that to the kid. I you, always thought you take it up with them. I don't, and and just 
be honest with your kid what you think, but not honest to negate the Jesus going to hug you thing. That's why they say that nice shit like that. Because if you go, Jesus isn't going to hug you when you die. Now the kid's upset and crying. Yeah, Because hugging is a nice thing. I'd rather learn it at three than at 25. Oh, no, I don't say, I didn't say, I didn't say not to tell them Santa's not real at 25. Yeah. You rip the bandaid off when they're old enough to reason. Uh, I feel like if, if you always tell the truth, if you're consistently, you know, no I, one knows what happens when that. you die. Lying. Uh, I think it's okay to say that. No one knows. But I don't think you can, I don't think, I think once you start saying, no, that's not true. Jesus, there's Jesus isn't real. Then they go back to the person who told them that, assuming they have to, right? And then they're going to be like, absolutely it is. And they're going to tell them nice things. You're going to tell them negative things. Now you're the negative influence. And it's a three-year-old. They don't have rationality. Yeah. I mean. I think it's tough. I think it's a really tough situation. According to the if Bible, though. serious. Biblically, you're uh, <laughs> supposed to indoctrinate your kids from a young age. Absolutely. That's why people, I agree with that. most people who are grew up in church stay in church. Dude, I'm starting a cult and I'm starting in kindergarten, so. Yeah. That's <laughs> Jesus. That's a nice metal ringtone you got there. Uh, it's Death and Fire by Ammon and Marth. All right. Well, I don't know how much that helped, <laughs> to be honest. That's a really tough situation. I feel for you. I always wondered, the other parents, <laughs> if you didn't agree. You're talking to two 30-year-old guys. Kyle got laid at 26 years old. True. I've never had a girlfriend for longer than a year. We're pathetic, okay? Don't listen to us. No, I think we have good us. answers. I think we have good answers. I think Kyle is so sure of himself. I think I think we well reasoned. We well we reasoned that situation out pretty well. Now we can't know the actual answer. I think I think we gave. A, I say a good, tell the truth. A good couple opinions. Tell the truth always. That's my belief. I don't believe in telling the truth always. You can't tell kids fucked up shit. Yes, you can. No, you can't. You Why? shouldn't. I don't think you should. Why not? Because I I think. Uh, Why? How is lying to them better? I think kids should have a protective barrier on life. Because if you expose them to how fucked up life is all the time, they'll end up. I'm not saying like I'm us. not saying they'll sh- end up I'm comedians. not saying show them fucking Saving Private Ryan. But where's the line then? You don't. If they ask, you tell them the truth. Why? And the truth doesn't have to be... Because usually kids are influenced to ask questions. Yeah. They're influenced by other people. What happens after I die? Nobody knows. I believe you die, you go in the ground, and nothing matters, and it's chaos. How are babies made? Okay. When a man is horny enough... (laughs) What's horny? Horny is the insatiable demon that lives inside of your dick. <laughs> oh my god, that's scary. That will do anything to get what it wants. And you have to suppress this fucking thing or you go to jail. God, that is It's like being <laughs> You're gonna tell a three year old that it's like being hungry but worse. <laughs> hungry for rape. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Hung- hungry but the only thing that can s- say to hunger <laughs> is someone else's be yeah, someone else. So all Are right. we talking about where babies come from or what happens after you die? We're talking about babies. I think I think I've uh, exp- completely exposed all the flaws in Caleb's idea, so you can make your own judgment. We appreciate the emails, James, and good luck with that. I'd like to hear how it turns out. Probably won't read it on podcast, though, but I am curious. I want to hear about your friend. I want to hear about the Christian guy, what episode he heard. And I do want to hear that, too. And and I'd love it if you egg this guy on a little bit. You know what I heard today? You know what? I, you know what God did a couple thousand years ago? <laughs> the God that you think is such a nice guy Guess what he just did I'm just learning all about him Alright well if you want to send us an email It's biblebeaters at canadacomedy.ca If you want to give us a review That helps us out a lot Ruvus and iTunes give us five stars And we'll see you next week Tell guys Tell five friends
And check out the bonus episode that we post at the same time. Good night. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.